Welcome back to another edition of All Don't Lie right here on 1049 The Horn. We like to call it a freak flag, feel good, fake it till you make it. Ric Flair, woo! 512 Friday edition of Ball Don't Lie right here on 1049 The Horn. We got the NBA playoff review. We'll get to that. Suns get the win. Warriors get the win. Steph shows up and shows out. Uh, we'll also talk about the 76ers getting their win as well and get to a playoff preview of the games coming up this weekend. Also, uh, we'll talk Texas baseball. As a matter of fact, we're going to be off just a little bit early. Just a little bit early. Uh, but we'll give you up to Texas baseball. We'll let my man Hardball break that down for you. Astros and Rangers in action this weekend. We'll preview both of those series as well. And Max Scherzer, interesting story being suspended uh, because of the use of some um, illegal substances. Uh, so we'll get into that coming up. Or allegedly. I'll just throw that out there. Allegedly. We'll get into some, uh, that and more. Also, NFL news, notes, and nuggets. The CJ Stroud smear campaign continues. Another one and another one. They keep on coming. We'll talk about why that is the case. Also, uh, some players uh, suspended for gambling uh, in the NFL, and also Bijan Robinson. We'll talk about him as well. One of the wild cards coming up in the NFL draft less than a week away. Before we do, let's introduce you to the rest of the crew. He was a second-round pick for the Montreal Expos, but a first-round pick for the Austin Radio Network. He originally committed to the University of Texas, but decided to forego the 40 acres and chase his dream in the cheese. Pimping ain't easy, but for this man, it's a breeze. He is Mike Hardball Harge, ladies and gentlemen. What's going on, brother? I love it. That feel-good, fake it you make it freak flag Friday. I love mm-hmm. all that. That's what good. we need. Mm-hmm. We're headed to the weekend, but we got so much to cover in a very, eh, well, it's not that short of a time yeah, because yeah. of the simple fact. You know, get off a little bit Nearly, early. Yeah, yeah. But I like that. It's I like Friday. That. Supposed, everybody's supposed Friday. to get off a little bit early there on Friday. Is. There it is. That's Come right. On. That's why traffic's so bad on the way back <laughs> over here. But let me talk about my man that sits across from me every single day. He hails from H-Town with the get down. He's a lifetime Longhorn and a proud card-carrying member of DBU. Legendary lifetime and now college football Hall of Fame Longhorn, Derek Johnson said he was the uh, best cover corner he had ever seen. He's a former NFL DB that still has that passion for film study, but he's not a fan of white condiments. But of course, he is a fan of you, the listeners. He is my man and yours, Rod Babus. I appreciate that intro as always. That's not a waste any time introducing the real MVP, one of the hardest working members of the ARN family. He's got a hustler spirit, period. We don't know what he's paid. We do know he's underpaid. He is Patrick Davis. And I know he's distracted right now, too, because he's watching... Uh, well, who he thinks is going to be a future spur. No, the, the future <laughs> spur. <laughs> the savior of the spurs. <laughs> the yeah. savior. Victor Wenbenyama is, uh, who is officially declared for the draft now. Uh, that's the breaking news. Okay. Yeah. He is officially declared, which okay. when he says that, you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Everybody's taking He may not be there. Yeah. <laughs> Come on now. Yeah. I, okay, I love that. Yeah, I guess you, you, know, you got to do it within the timeline that he's officially declared for the draft. But the Spurs. Um, and we, our resident Spurs fan, of course, Patrick Davis, uh, and the Rockets and the Pistons. Yes. Right? Or the and, three teams. Uh, unfortunately, the Rockets want a coin flip, so they're in a better position than the Spurs technically Thank now. Thank you. We don't, I'm going to win one tankathon. That's all I'm saying. One. Yeah, the Texans tank-a-thon. screwed up their tankathon. The Rockets, they've been tanking for, what was it, year three? Or, where are we going? Year three or four of the tankathon? Uh, this is year three because they got Jalen Green yeah. and. Uh, and they uh, fired their coach. Jamari Smith. Jamari Smith. And they fired their coach. Was that kind of signals yes. the end of the tank? 
And so I mean, then, you say and, that, but if we see the Texans don't draft a quarterback. I don't know. <laughs> I, this, this is the third coach for the Texans. Why you want? Why you want to take shots, Patrick? Uh, hey, why you take, take shots. shots man. We, hey, unnecessary. As a Texans fan, you need to be taking shots. Get some of that hot cat tequila. <laughs> <laughs> you well done. Thank you, Hutch. I got you, brother. Well done. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah. So people are taking shots at CJ Stroud too. We'll talk about oh, why goodness. that continues. Yes, the uh, the C the, the S there was the S two cognition test scores have been. Leaked, uh, so kind of like the Wonder Lick, but this is now has that this has replaced the Wonder Lick, uh, especially for QBs as the uh, like I said, they call it their cognition test. Yeah. Um, but the uh, the Wonder Lick is out of uh, it's basically it's it's no longer considered PC. It's not politically correct, but I guess this new test is, and uh, it is the latest craze. Actually, we have sound of them breaking out exactly what it is, too, because some people are like, so what the hell is this test? Yep. We'll get that explained to you as well coming up in the top of the 4 o'clock. Uh, all right, gentlemen, uh, speaking of NBA, there you go, NBA big news. Uh, Victor Winbinyama, hopefully uh, future Houston Rocket. Or, you know what, no, 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 no. I'm not going to be selfish here. Yep. Or, or San Antonio Spur, I'd rather have him in the state of Texas because if he's going to be the next LeBron James or whatever, at least we can get to talk about him. If he's in Detroit, Already. we don't get to talk about him as much. So I will say, even as a Rockets fan, if he doesn't go to the to the Houston Rockets or we, text, the Rockets don't get the number one overall pick, I want to say Texans so bad, uh, <laughs> uh-huh. then I am fine with him going to the Spurs. Spurs, will, and actually, the, he has a better chance of being successful with the Spurs, let's be honest, than, he, than the Rockets. Yeah. So, nice. He's going to be great no matter what, though, right? He's a sure yeah, I mean, thing. That's, at least that, that's that, what they he's, think. He's as close to a sure thing as you can get talent-wise. Yeah. he's The only thing is he guys like that that are that big, there is always injury concerns just because they're the, so big. The feet. Yeah. It always comes yep. back to like the feet yeah. with the big guys. Uh, all right. Uh, you are the most important part of this show. You're the heartbeat of it, the pulse of it. Hit us up on the Specs text on 512-337-3776. You also can use the Twitterverse. Harge is at Hardball Harge in the Twitterverse. My man Patrick Davis, the real MVP. It's, it's Patrick Davis in the Twitterverse, and I'm at Rod Davis in the Twitterverse. Also, shout out to Lou. Lou is in the building today. I Just full disclosure. To lose owner, I did sneak him some treats today. Just so you there know, there you go. Got him. He did. He, just in case he's trying to act like he he didn't. Get he him. always is starving. That's, yes. I, since I've had him, he's starving. Well, street dog, baby. Street, yeah. uh, uh, street dog. You he never that, know where his next meal gonna be. Yeah, exactly. You got that yep. perpetual look on your face, like, hey man, I'm hungry. Yeah, exactly. I'm hungry. You got some? You got yep. some on you? Yeah, you got, got a little. You, little you, hold, you holding? You holding? <laughs> <laughs> That's just the look that Luke gives you all the time. Oh yeah, he's always <laughs> looking at me like. Mm. I know you didn't bring me no treats, but I'm going to say hi to you, but I'm going to keep it moving. Yeah, keep it yeah, moving. Yeah. People around here I know might have a little exactly. something, something for me. Then he just comes to me for the for the smiles. Oh, That's man. it. That's, That's it. great. He That's don't come good. to me for the treats. No, he don't come. Yeah, he, he does. I seen him over there. Yeah, though. Yeah. He, he was giving you the, the, the up and down. Yeah, he was checking uh, me out. He was like, Rod always got me. <laughs> I've been protecting you for for months, bro. Uh, I've been protecting you for months. Wifey actually sent me. You see that little bag of treats it. right there? I see it. Wifey sent me to the office with a bag of treats for Lou. There it is. She was like, hey, that's for them for Lou. I said, I can't give him the whole damn thing. So I just going to just uh, piecemeal it out to him. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's get to uh, oh, some chances. Victor Winvinyama like Zion. No. <laughs> No, no. Zion's it's not the same over- thing. It's, that's that's a way different injury concern. It's more of <laughs> uh, you could say the Chet Holmgren. In that area, yeah, uh, where Chet Holmgren hurt his feet in a in a pickup game, yep. that would be the thing. And, and he hasn't had any sh- signs of injury. It's just naturally anybody who's that tall, you there is a natural injury concern, but it, it does not dissuade you from taking him number one overall at all. 
Yeah. Oh, I agree. Well, you got to take the risk. It, he's oh, worth, yeah. they're, they're worth the risk. I mean, both guys like that. Uh, even Zion. Uh, Zion. Zion Steele, to this day, is worth the risk. We're still waiting. Yeah, <laughs> yep, we're still waiting. We, we are yep. still waiting. I think every time we hear Zion's going to play, I was like, all right, you know what? I'm going to try to catch that game, see yep. if I can catch Zion. Yep. Um, so, yeah, still got that uh, that little cachet. Um, so, Texas says, if Houston gets him, it's on. I agree. I mean, Houston needs a break. Sports-wise, it'd be nice. They just won a World Series. All right, listen. The one team I like over there is but, doing fine. And they had to win that World Series because of the one that <laughs> essentially was Tainted. I Yeah, because <laughs> most people believe that they got in an uh, illicit fashion. There it is. So I'm just they're, not like, they're not cheating like the Mets are right now. I can't remember. <laughs> hey. Y'all hear them cans? Uh, <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm cool. I'm cool with people believing that they yeah. cheated to get the first one. That's fine because they got the second one. There it is. So it's all good. Yeah, yeah, they didn't get the second one. Then I'd have to always try to oh, justify to, the yep, first yep, one yep. and why it's not cheating and how everybody was cheating. Mm. You know what I mean? <laughs> I feel like a loser. That, that's a loser argument every time. No, I was cool. Get the second one. So you know, now I can be like, yeah, you know, they did. You right? They damn right. They cheated for yep. the first one, but they did get that second one though. There it is. Okay, and, and they didn't take the first one away from Can't beat it. So technically, yeah, it's technically, technically, technically. <laughs> technically. Yeah. Uh, all right, we'll talk some Astros coming up next segment. Ghost rolls. All right, let's get into the NBA, guys. Told you. What I tell you? There's a WWE TMZ <laughs> element to these NBA playoffs. Yep. I, I think everybody agrees now. There's just too many different examples. I'm not saying they're all conjured up or anything like that. I'm not going conspiracy theory. But uh, the NBA's definitely got a TMZ, WWE feel to it, and it continued last night. Yes, it did. Continued last night. Yes, it did. And this is actually, I, I think, a, an interesting conversation because for those who did not uh, check out the games last night and by now have not heard, uh, during the 76ers uh, win over the Nets, and they're up 3-0 in that series, so, I mean, they're going to end up with the sweep, I think, mm-hmm. or a gentleman's sweep at worst. I think we all agree. Uh, 102-97 win. Um, the the big story came early in the game. We actually were watching it early. Yes, on we were, and saw it. So, <laughs> at Joel and B, basically, he falls to the ground after Nick Claxton uh, ends up uh, trying to go for a shot over him. He falls to the ground. Nick Claxton stands over him a little just briefly. It was not very long at all. But it was. Uh, but he did step over. He did step over. He stepped over. He did step over him, and we all know. Men, it's something about men and another man dangling, hanging over you like that. It is being considered very it, disrespectful. And looking down on you when he does it. Yes. Yes. It, yes. Yeah. And he's got his dangling participle yeah. Yeah, yeah. just right there, right there. You know what I mean? All up in your, in your, yeah, too close to you. All right. If you don't want it there, by the way, all good for you if you want it there. Yeah. Uh, but because of that, Joel and B decided to uh, respond by a kind of soccer, uh, bicycle kick, if you will. Very, very close to it. And, and, and I don't know. If it hit the nether regions and the, and hit them in the junk, but it came really close to the junk. It better graze the junk. Yeah, I don't know if it hit it directly on. You, sometimes it, you just need to graze. His in- <laughs> sometimes you just need to graze, and then things don't they don't sit well. well. His intent was not to graze. I think oh, his, for his, sure. His intent was to do some damage yeah, there. Absolutely, and that violates the G code because if you want to fight, we can fight. But as, don't go after my my man. My nether that. regions. We all know we all sensitive there. Yeah. Come on, let's stay away just, from that. Just, just like you said, just even grazing. Uh, yeah. It's but, just not a good situation. Nick Claxton did start it because there's also the G-code of, yeah. man, don't stand over me like Th- that's that. That's blatant disrespect. With your, also with your junk. Yeah, exactly. Just all, you know what I mean, hanging over me like that. three minutes into a game. 
Yeah. Like this ain't hey. this ain't fourth quarter and you hit a big <laughs> shot. This is three minutes in when you're down 0-2. Yeah. You can't be you can't be showboating already. Yeah. Uh that's exactly what it was. So uh yeah, the kick happened, Joel and B kicks him, and as a result, um Joel and B gets a flagrant one. Now a lot of people thought this should warrant an ejection. Considering mm-hmm. Draymond Green just got ejected now. It was a different situation because we've talked about it at nauseum, so we're not going to dig up that dead horse. Um, but he stomped on DeMontis Sabonis, ended up getting ejected out of the game. Obviously, there was some um, histrionics involved with him. All right, He yep. likes to you know, taunt the crowd, that kind of thing. So we all know that story. Uh, do, and then, okay, then to add to that, just to give the full perspective on it, later on in the game, because Nick Claxton also got a technical foul in that situation, yep. he ended up getting ejected later on. Because he got another technical foul for taunting Joel Embiid later flexing, on. Flexing. But flexing later on in the game. By the way, he weighs about a buck oh five <laughs> at 6'10". <laughs> you know uh, what I'm saying? Yes. And, by the way, James Harden was ejected before that. Be- uh, also, leading back to the junk. Yes. Oh, my. This is crazy. Uh, yes. He <laughs> he was the move that, you know, and James Harden is very, very unorthodox. We all know this. That's actually mm-hmm. one of... The kind of the genius parts of his game is that he's a very non-traditional offensive player, and he used a lot of moves and a lot of unorthodox moves to you know uh, end up you know getting his shot or creating space. Well, he got ejected uh, because essentially his push off was a push off that ended up um, basically grazing or hitting Royce O'Neal in the junk. Here we go with the graze. You you yeah. you coined the term, yep. so, the, so to the speak. Grays. So That's right. I think it's a perfect. I think every man kind of gets the visual. Yep, for sure, for sure. <laughs> uh, even a graze can cause you to hit exactly. your knees. Exactly. Yes. Oh. Yeah. I'm like, oh. man, you was too close. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Took my breath away. And, and, and we know get me. Claxton didn't sell it earlier. When Claxton got hit, he knew because he knew he was in the wrong on that one. Yep. When uh, I can't remember who was who was guarding, but he hit the ground K-Town, and was K-Town, on the ground for oh, no. he was on the yeah. ground for like three yeah. minutes, four minutes. Yes. On the ground, like I, I wanted kids, <laughs> and I don't know if I'll ever be able to walk again. And yeah. he, so he sold it enough to get the, to get the call on it. Yeah, because you're selling it to other men, and other men are like, yeah. dude, yeah. you yeah. know, you come on, you shouldn't have did that. Yeah. Every man can understand that one, and every man sympathizes. With that all situation, Claxton just <laughs> kind of walked over day. him and didn't didn't sell it at all. No, he kind of like, he kind of like tripped and then kind of kept it moving. Yeah, but I'm with you. He probably if he was a veteran, you go to the ground there. You go to the ground, and then, then he may have got the two and may have got him ejected. Uh, but yeah, let's go back to that. So that the because the refs obviously were, were really inconsistent during this game um, about what warranted you know an ejection because yeah, ejecting Harden for the. The Grays yep. and then ejecting Claxon. Well, Claxon's ejection was because of his technical foul he had accumulated. Yep. Um, so that really wasn't the case. But the James Harden ejection was was kind of strange um, because, yeah, I mean that. I don't think that warrants an ejection. Number one, but uh, I don't know. I think their man. What was their reasoning for it? It was something very strange. I have to go. I got it in my notes. I have to go look at their reasoning for it. It was. It was. It was not. I don't think a justified. Uh, reason that they gave. I agree 100%. A valid one. Uh, in, in the mm. basic form of this, I think Joel Embiid should have been the one that was ejected because he did take an aggressive kick in that area, and I thought James Harden was a basketball move. I thought because yeah. of the fact of what you said about the unorthodox play in which he does play, and if you go back and you kind of look at it, you talked about it the, the injury to, well, the 
play with Joel Embiid happened three minutes into the game. If you go back and watch a lot of the portions of the game, they were trying to be physical with them the entire time. Mm-hmm. Like you said, this is a team that was down 0-2. Oh, yeah, and they, they had Brooke Jack Vaughn in a timeout. Get, yes. And they heard him in a timeout, and he goes, if your body is not on somebody, you're doing it wrong. Exactly. And that's the biggest thing for me is like, okay, you can, as an official, you can see how this game is being set up right away. You already can tell, okay, these guys are trying to come out. They, they said, if we're going to lose, we're going to fight losing. And that's how they went about it. But, again, that's not a basketball type of thing. And mm. for James Harden, that was a basketball move. Was K Town was K Town a little exaggerate about his move and went to, sold it? Yeah, he sold it. Royce O'Neal sold it. But James Harden, when you go back and you review it and you still eject him from the game, that is a terrible, terrible call. But it also goes back to tell you, James Harden is not the marquee guy anymore. Yeah, of course. Because if he was the marquee, Joel Embiid stayed in the game. James Harden, yeah. Out of there. Yeah, I, I think there's a couple of other points in there, too. So, like, the Joel Embiid one, you can't throw him out because you can't encourage teams to be taunting the best players because exactly. they're going to start sending in scrubs and go, step over him. Do whatever you can to get under his skin and get him ejected in the first 10 minutes of this game. we got a better chance to win. And if we're the NBA again and we're trying to put a product on TV and people care about load management, you can't be throwing out star players at the beginning of games because the not-as-known player stepped over him. Yeah. So when we yeah. have that aspect to start with, and then if we we go to James Harden, and I think he just got you know he just got hurt on the fact that the game was getting out of control at that point in time, and they're like we just have to stop people from responding, and so if we throw them out, we're going to put a hard line down of I know it's physical game. If you if you try and fight back, we're throwing everybody out, yep. and so he just got hit with that. The, the NBA has already said no suspensions uh, on the, on anybody, uh, so everyone will be free, free to play. The James Harden one should should have been at most a flagrant one at most. Yeah, uh, but I, I mean, I probably would have even just called it a normal foul and just go, no, it's a it's a regular foul. Uh, so I the, it was the ejection overcorrection. The, oh, the ejection was yeah. we didn't throw out Embiid, and we know if we call a regular foul on this, y'all are doing it a bunch more. Like y'all are about to yeah. get really really physical because you're getting mad at the end of the game. So that was I think the the overcorrection, the overcorrection, yeah. and Harden just got. And then that's why the Claxton ended up getting because they were like, nah, no, no more taunting either. We got to stop. Yeah, because right. you're trying to get Embiid thrown yeah, out again. Yeah, yeah. Like you're trying to start a fight again because you looked right in the guy's face and yelled at him. And like, it's like, and I keep seeing this, but you just keep going like, man, you can't be down in the series and down in the game and talking this much trash. That's not you can't. The scoreboard has to matter at some point for these kids. <laughs> exactly, it doesn't though. We we talked about this in the seven on seven culture. We were going out watching seven on seven, Harge. It doesn't matter. Scoreboard doesn't matter. These so they can be down like three scores and score like a really nice touchdown and do the same celebration. So it is just a generational thing. Like they, yeah, I don't, they, I don't, I just and, don't and trash get, talk. It doesn't matter about because the when I see that, it, it makes me believe you don't care about losing. Like and I, I know it doesn't. Care. I think I, it's just a but different. it's like I can't imagine you did that. You went back to the locker room after getting thrown out for taunting while you're while you're losing a series. You're down on three, and you're in that locker room like, yeah, man, I really screwed up. I don't think that's what they're doing. I think they're like, man, we were gonna get them, and then they, those refs wouldn't let me. You're like, no, 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 you were losing because you have a losing mentality in this game. Yeah, no, I I, I don't disagree with that, but I'm telling you, generationally, it's just different. It is. They, it, it is. <laughs> we were literally talking about kind of the same thing yesterday with, with I, Dylan. I, just, I, I don't get it, but yeah, I, <laughs> and I think the NBA is going to continue that the more this happens, and especially in series like that, if, if teams that are down are going to try and play 
super physical because they can't match up in other forms. You could see this game four, they could just call it really, really tight and just basically go, look, Brooklyn, you, I know you want to do this. We don't want any fights. We don't want anybody to get hurt. I, look, well, you also can do that at the very beginning of the game. When you, so, get yeah, the exactly. cap, no. when you get the captains together and say, look, guys, I want you guys to play physical. I want you guys to go out there and get after it. But if you go over the line, yeah. I got to put my foot down because these guys talk to the referees all the time yeah. and, and, and know each other very, very well. I mean, you think about it. Some of these guys have been in the league with each other calling their games for a very, very long time. Right. So when you get a chance to go over and talk to them because you be like, hey, man, why don't you watch him? He's grabbing a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Why don't you pay a little bit more attention to that? He's not letting me. He's impeding my progress, so to speak. Now they're at that point where it's also like, bruh, y'all have had y'all's moment. We ejected one. We gave flagrants. We gave flavored ones, flagrant twos. Now we're back to playing basketball. Play basketball. And if it doesn't look like we're playing basketball, then to Patrick's point, now I'm going to have to start calling it a little bit tighter. And nobody wants to see that because nobody's here to see us. No, and, and, I, and I think it's also going to hurt everybody. I, I would say there's a chance Joel Embiid does not play in the next game. Looking at how he looked, how many times he was on the ground in that game, how beat up he looked at the end of that game. If you're up 3-0 and you go, man, go back to Philly, get healthy. We don't need you here. No. And if we don't win, we'll put, we'll go play with another game. But it's we want you, we need you to be healthy for this long run, and we don't want these these to them scumbags that are trying to come out here and incite to get you suspended. We don't want them to get you in a fight. We don't want them to hurt you trying to beat you because they're going after it. So let's send out everybody else and see if we can win one, and then you come back next game back in Philly where we have a little bit more control over things. Yeah, uh, Philly hasn't swept a series since 1991. Right. It's been a long time. Yeah. Well, well, going back to Patrick, to me, I wouldn't sit out Joel Embiid. I would go after the sweep. That way he'll have some rest. Yeah, no, I, I think you could do that. It depends on if he looks like he did at the end of that game where he's limping up and down the court and and just completely beat up. I mean, that guy was on – like the first thing you said, Rod, was Embiid hit the ground. I was like, that was the common theme of that game was every possession he seemed like he was on the ground. And when you're 7-2 and that big and you fall over, big man fall hard (laughs) over and and over and over. So I could see if he got up the next day and, like, if he today, if they go in to shoot around or walk around and he's limping around, they would be like – Hey man, we're playing again on Saturday. Mm-hmm. You know what? Yeah, we we don't need to risk because you're too important to us trying to win a championship to care about a winning and sweeping the series. And we know we're going back to Philly, so we we feel we can beat them in Philly really easily. So let's just not even risk it. I don't know if they'll do that. I think Joel Embiid will want to play. Uh, so it'll have to be a decision of Doc Rivers basically saying, "Dude, you're you're too beat. Like you're just." That, yeah. they, that game took it out of you. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'd much rather let's go get this win and then yeah, we can we'll rest you, later. We'll give you just, we'll yeah, just two, give you those. Three, you'll get other days, days and then you don't conse- have to practice. Consecutive days yeah, of rest. Yeah, you can just yeah. chill out. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I, it's uh, yeah, interesting. Like they said, they uh, the Nets, I think, are done. So I, at this point, I wonder if they've checked out. And yeah, you can get that sweep because I think mentally they've checked out. I mean, how the hell do they think they're going to battle back? They got a lot of pride. Though. That's why they were out there fighting. But That's also, why they were doing what they were doing. Also, they yeah, knew. that goes back to Patrick's point. Maybe they decide, man, we're not going to win. Let's just you know, let's just go after Embiid. Let's you know. What I mean? Well, but here's let's the other take, part. Let's of just it. take our shots on our way out. But I do believe this, and you know this because as physical as everybody's going to be playing, they're also a brotherhood in the NBA. They are. They're not going to go out there. And everybody's looking for Joel Embiid to be named 
uh, NBA MVP. MVP. So I don't think they will try to physically go out there. I know it's going to be rough. They're not going to give you anything easy. But I also look at it as like, bro, y'all got to see each other again. Oh, no, don't they, I don't think there. they're going to intentionally. The, the wild they're, you're not taking his legs out, I think. No, no, just, no, no, but just, just, bang, just, bang, just banging. Just slapping and try to hit him on his arm yeah, and all that yeah. other so, stuff. There's those things when he's standing in the paint for a charge, you go right at him. Yeah. And you go, oh, I got an offensive foul. That's too bad. Yeah. I, I need him and elbowed him in the face, but I got an offensive foul. Now I'm going to do that four more times. I got five fouls, and I'm just going to keep going at him until he gets out of the way. Yeah. And then uh, this is just the first round. But this is the thing is this is always the first round is always has these matchups of people that are not championship contenders and people that are. And once you get into the second round, especially a third round, everybody's a championship contender. So there's less of, hey, man, we got to do whatever we can, pull out all the stops. We don't care. We'll sacrifice our body to win a series versus all these Celtics. The the Bucks, the the Seventy Sixers, the Nuggets, all these guys are like, oh, we're trying to win a title. Yeah, we don't we don't care. Like we 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 expect to win this first yeah, they round. Use, they use skill over yeah. dry, dirty antics stuff like that. Yeah, they're, they're because they're having skill. to go to everything. We yeah. saw the Clippers last night play an intense game and try and come out, but that was just they didn't have any offense. <laughs> yeah, no. well, they, they, yeah, exactly, and they didn't have their elite skill guys. Yeah. You, know, you didn't have Paul George, you didn't have Kawhi Leonard, uh, so they lost that game, and mostly because Devin Booker just, I mean, he scored 45 points. Come he on, is, man. Man, he's, he's now, yeah, he's now averaging, I think, 36 points per game in this series, and he is playing like a man possessed. He can score, man. He is him, as the young folks yeah, would say. Yeah, and last night, my son was mad at him because he was, he, he was getting after Russ, because Russ is on the... Hey, Russ had a good game. No, but, hey, what do we talk about? Russ was eating. Hey, he Russ great. Hey, I, I don't think I ever said that. But a loss. Hey, Bones Highland. Bones but a Highland, loss. Bones Highland makes Russell Westbrook look like John Stockton. Yeah. That Bones Highland does not pass the ball. Ever. That dude, <laughs> if he catches it, y'all just move out the way, walk back on defense because <laughs> yeah. he ain't passing. I want y'all to go to my Twitter feed, at uh, Harbaugh Hards. I posted a picture of my son, who is a huge Russell Westbrook fan. Mm. He had on every Russell Westbrook jersey last night. And during the uh, wave of emotions, oh he would take one jersey wow. off, one That's sweatshirt off. Wow. My man is dialed in, screaming at the TV. What? I'm, I'm staying up to watch this game. They're going to do it tonight. They're going to do it tonight. He actually does have all these jerseys. Every jersey. Every that jersey's is, on. That is a hell of a ritual. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And mom told him. Is this him, happening every playoff game? Mom told him, I'm not washing your jerseys anymore. <laughs> right. He said, you don't have to because they're coming off as he makes buckets. <laughs> as he makes buckets. Oh, well, you uh, made him last night. You know the great part about being a Spurs fan? I just needed one jersey of each player. Exactly. They didn't, they didn't, they have, didn't have multiple jerseys. That's right. That's right. <laughs> it was just Tim Duncan. That's a Spurs jersey. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If you, if you become a fan of, of just a player. Yep. Uh, but, man, he, uh, he actually 30 points, 12 assists. Yes. What did you say steals? yesterday before we left? Patrick was like, yeah. how many shots will Russ I, take? Look, and how and many I said, I said on instant series, like, I was making fun at 30. I'm like, if he doesn't take 20, like, I'll be, it'll be crazy if he doesn't take 20. What did yep. he take, like 23? Yeah, he was yeah. right around there. Hey. Yeah. Russ, and, I, and Norm Powell never saw a shot he didn't like. Oh, my goodness. He's another one. 42 points. Yeah, yeah. He played, and he plays well, but he never saw a shot he didn't like. And Russell Westbrook, we knew he was going to shoot. And then Bones Highland does not pass the ball. There was plays where he was just falling over. And throwing the ball at the rim. Well, it was a dream for those guys with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George out. They basically had the green light. Yep. Yeah. They had the green light, like, just go. We just need points. We uh, got to need points. We got to pass the ball to some guys. Like, there was no, there was very little 
uh, trying to get anybody open. And Russ would actually go and he'd pass the ball off and then he'd go try and make a move and then the guy would just shoot the ball. <laughs> or he'd pass it to Bones and Bones would shoot or pass it to Norman Powell and they'd shoot. It was uh, it was basically a two-pass offense. <laughs> Russell Westbrook right. would pass and then whoever that guy passed to again was shooting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the other game, of course, Golden State versus Sacramento. Golden State, big win, 114-97 yep. over Sacramento. And Steph, guys, he had 28 in the first three quarters. Ended he up with 36. Yeah, he did. They kept him in forever, too. I mean, yeah. they were up damn near 20, and he was still in with like three minutes left. Yeah, because yeah. they made that one last little run to get to like eight or nine. and then They were trying to make a statement, I think. Well, yeah, I think. Well, no, they're they're definitely making a statement yeah. that they're just fine without Draymond Green. That's, oh, yeah, that's, they should that's, play him less yeah. minutes. That statement was to Draymond and also to the Kings. <laughs> it was to everybody. Like, no, nah, no, nah, we good. Dude, Looney had a great game too. That Defensively, Looney had a really. What did good I say? Game. I said Looney will be their only form of getting rebounds and protecting the paint because Draymond was that guy. He was doing a little bit of everything. Looney is a guy that was a big part of their success in the last couple wins in the uh, NBA championships because of his ability to score and get putbacks. And also assists. Yes. I mean, he was making some great decisions with the with the basketball. As they had nine assists, 20 rebounds to, uh, mm-hmm. to Hodges' point. Yeah. Um, so he showed up uh, for the Warriors, and, and yeah, they played like a different team at home. We know this. They, that's who they are. Apparently, Looney walked over to the scorer's table after he, when he walked out with one point, he goes, 17 rebounds, right? He, they go, yeah. <laughs> he goes, I got three more in me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I heard yeah. that story. He had been counting. Hey, good and for they him. And they go, they go, no, he always does that. Does he really? Yeah. Just counts him good for hey, him. But that was what coaches Whatever say. Coaches you, say you, can, you can pass too much, you can shoot too much, you can never rebound too much. Be, exactly. self, be selfish about your rebounding. Yeah, right? Exactly. Like Dennis Rodman style. Be a selfish rebound. Yeah. I like that. Uh, all right. Uh, we'll come back. We've got Talks to Texas Baseball on the other side. They got a matchup coming up versus um, their hated rival Ooh. this weekend. Uh, we'll talk about that with my man Hardball and talk Strolls and Rangers a little bit. And it's Max Scherzer's suspension. We got to get into this thing as well. All of that and more right here on Ball Don't Lie, 1049 The Horn. Right here on 104.9 The Horn, 512 Friday edition of Ball Don't Lie on 104.9 The Horn, one of my uh, favorite musically-themed days of the week. That's when Patrick plays jams from local bands, local artists, very talented human beings who you can catch live right here in the live music capital of the world. Who are we jamming right now, Patrick? This is the legendary W.C. Clark, and he is playing Saturday at Saxon Pub. Hard, you act like you knew who that was. I did. Okay. I did. W.C. Clark's been playing here for Ever. years and years, like in and the I heard 60s, he's 70s. Yeah. To Gary Clark. I don't know if wow. he is or not, but I'm, I'm sure somewhere. But I'm a, they they know each other because they've been playing blues here in yeah. town forever. They, they just claim kinfolk then. Yeah, they yeah. got to. You can always so say I kinfolk. I don't want to say they're related just because it's their last names and they're both blues guitar players. <laughs> but but no, but they, they could and, be. And, and they're black. Hey, I, you can say I, I don't even see race hard. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <My man. laughs> there you go. 512 Friday. Uh, thanks, my man Patrick. You're doing a great job. Uh, okay, I want to get to Texas baseball here in a second, but I want to hit this Max Scherzer story. Yep. So Max Scherzer. 
Arizona Mets pitcher has been suspended for 10 games by Major League Baseball uh, on Thursday uh, following his uh, ejection for having a foreign substance on his hand during a game. Um, he claims uh, that the foreign substance was basically just sweat and rosin. Yep. Right? He's just saying that it's just sweat and rosin, but they, the officials asked him to wash his hands, first of all, uh, during the game. So uh, he claimed the stickiness was just called by rosin and sweat, not a foreign substance. Uh, the umpire, Phil, is it Cousy or Cousy? It's uh, either way, not disrespecting. It's Cousy. Uh, he determined after the second inning that Scherzer's hand was stickier and darker than normal and ordered Scherzer to wash his hands. He washed his hands with alcohol. Um, with an official watching, by yes, the way. Yes, yes. Um, and after the third inning, um, uh, Kuzi then determined that the pocket of Scherzer's glove was sticky again, likely with too much rosin. He ordered Scherzer to change gloves. The umpires then checked the 30-year-old right-hander again before the fourth, and his hands were even worse than before. Uh, and then they decided to take action. Well, here's the deal, and this is something that we've all – uh, been waiting for watching and, and seeing how this was going to happen. Uh, the same guys that were looking at uh, the same guy has ejected three other pitchers because of this situation. And Nobody, the only guy who's ejected the a pitcher. only guy who has ejected the pitcher. Oh, just Kuzi guy? Yeah, he's the oh. only one who has ever gone to him. If you look at him, they barely even look into the gloves anymore. They're like, no, oh, okay, how you doing? All right. Good job. Get off the field. And everybody just keeps it moving. Don't forget, last year they tried to get Max Scherzer, and he was taking his clothes off on the middle of the field. I remember those antics. Yeah, he was like, okay, what are you doing? What what, what are we doing? Are you thinking I'm cheating because I got good stuff and I've had good stuff every single day? The other part of this that is very intriguing to me is that he did this in front of an official that that was there to see this exact situation. They told him to wipe it all off. He went and wiped it all off. And if you've ever had sweat and rosin combined, it is definitely going to be sticky. You'll even see middle infielders go over there and get some rosin to make sure that they can still be able to grip the baseball. Mm-hmm. It happens. It's something that happens throughout this. It was also, you're telling me, is it more sweat, more rosin, and it'll become it'll this become sticky substance? Yeah. So maybe he's like so a, just, you maybe sweat he's a, a profuse, lot, right? profuse sweater. Yes, you, like, okay. you sweat a lot. I do sweat a lot. So if you were to I'm go and get a rosin and put it on there and you yeah. did it every inning, as it's a... going to get naturally sticky because okay. you're a sweater. Okay. I mean, it just happens that way. Yeah. Um, now, we all know that everybody tries to stretch the rules and – See what they can and cannot get away with. The fact that he had to go through two gloves and wash his hands and with wash his hands watching with, it, with, with the, the alcohol. Then something. Maybe he's just a profuse sweater. And he is. If you ever <laughs> watched him pitch, dude is sweating all the time. Yes, Patrick's a sweater. I'm a sweater. Yeah, I sweat. Yeah. I start sweating. I can't even put on too much lotion in the summertime because I'll sweat too much. Yeah. I got to be very, very careful be with the crispy lotion. crispy with that sun on you, know, too, I just, just got to make sure that I don't put too much on because your boy starts sweating. I'm a two, yeah. It's a two-shower situation for there you, boy. It is. There two it showers is. a day. Well, that's it. You that cocoa butter. Is you wonder, too, because a lot of times these players, too, there's something in there when they wear sun screen or yep. something like that because they're playing out in the sun especially yep. during gay games and stuff and then you make sweat sunscreen and rosin oh, and true. it becomes another substance that looks somewhat different because now you're adding in another piece to oh, the thing true. and so if you're adding that and they, that gets in your gloves sometimes that becomes what they think it is 
and it's technically sunscreen's not legal, but it's also you can't tell someone they can't wear sunscreen. Yeah, because what you so to do? Let it's me more if you're up. watching a guy if he's continuing to rub the back of his neck or something because then he's trying to get more sunscreen on his hand. Oh, he got hair gel. Right. Yeah. Like, what if you? Like, I know people use hair gel. So that's more. That's more if someone just keeps reaching out. every yeah. time they gotta throw a big pitch. They reach yeah. over. Like, All these right, substances like on your body or whatever. Have yeah. you watched Framer Valdez? Have y'all watched him pitch? He does it every time. Yeah. He's always touching his wrist the entire time. Yeah. So you can think that he has a substance there. Just, no, well, possibly. That's just his That's just his, <laughs> his ritual. That's, yes, kind of his, that's, how, yeah. that's his Nomar Garcia par with yeah. the gloves. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, so there's so many different things that happen that you technically can look at somebody and say, I think you're cheating every pitch. Uh, I, I like that, though, what Patrick said, though, about the sunscreen. And by the way, black people, you probably should wear sunscreen, too. You gave, it's tips, just a myth. On, you gave tips at yeah, the it's, spring it's actually It's a myth that, oh, uh, yeah, you, your, your, your skin, actually, it does deal with the sun better. But still, you can actually get sun damage from the sun. Yeah, so so sunscreen, you should wear it, too. Also, yeah, you got to make sure you lotion up as well. So Especially if you're pitching. Uh, well, as I'm just saying, all those things that Patrick said, basically, those are things we don't really think about. But, yeah, I imagine. Even if you light skin. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, think about it. That's a good. I even thought about sunscreen and lotion and rosin and sweat. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's a lot of yeah. And and the funny part is, for the most part, a lot of pit, uh, hitters don't mind a little bit of something on the hands, if because it means you're not going to hit them. And most like in today's game, there's a lot of pitchers who are just more wild naturally because they can throw 100 miles per hour, and so they'll get called up before they're ready. And they don't have the accuracy, and players don't like getting hit with baseballs. Yeah, and so not there at are all, Patrick. So not there at are all. hitters who will say, "Fine, let him have a little bit more rosin and stuff. As long as he is not hitting us with baseballs, we are okay because he's not really changing his spin rate and his velocity that much." And then the question is, how much are you actually getting the spin rate up to make it more undetectable and get better movement? That's that fine line they're trying to walk right now in baseball is control. But not including increasing spin rate. Yep. Um, chances I thought black don't crack. It 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 doesn't. But you got to moisturize. It gets fractured. You still got to moisturize. It does get fractured. And it gets ashy. Yes. So you got to make sure you moisturize it out yep. there. And yes, sunscreen also should is recommended. Right. Yeah, it is. I'm gonna come out with uh, black folks sunscreen. Man. I'm let Shaq. You Shaq, ain't the only Shaq, one who did Shaq's going to endorse yeah, it. Shaq, yeah, Shaq already got it out, out there. To the people. That's that gold bottle. That's that gold <laughs> you get, you're gonna, you're gonna lose your whole budget trying to cover that big man's body with sun. You're that's like, okay. oh, I gotta send him fifty bottles he, a day. That's why he's a great spokesman for because he was like, man, I got so much body to cover. <laughs> I gotta get a lot of sunscreen and I get uh, sunburned all over. That's my Shaq impression. It's terrible. Uh, I'm uh, like, but man, <laughs> sound like Zay. <laughs> Zay's Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. Uh, I'll say this about Max Scherzer though, because you're right. He had the uh, situation last year where he undresses, uh, and obviously it was him making a spectacle uh, and essentially mocking um, the new rules and them, or the allegation, I guess, against him that he has some type of foreign substance. What Max Scherzer's got to understand, and I think this is a conversation for all sports, uh, all the North American team sports for the most part. Maybe soccer mm-hmm. is not in this discussion. And, you know, in our in our country, oftentimes the state can declare war on something uh, and because they want to eradicate it from our society. War on drugs, war on poverty. You get it. War on homelessness, this kind of things. Um, There's no doubt that right now that sports has declared a war on defense in major American team sports. No, period. When you're talking about the NBA, Patrick could probably break down the rules and how they've they've decided to make uh, defense really, really 
extremely tough to play in the NBA. That's why the games are so high scoring. It's really hard to play defense. That's matter of fact, that's what sets teams apart. Everybody yep, can score yep. now in the NBA. The NFL, and do I need to say more? We all watch it, right? They protect the quarterbacks, wide receivers, defenseless receivers. Uh, you know, you can't touch the receivers after five yards. They've made it really easy to score and play offense in the NFL and even tougher these days to play defense. Same thing is true now for baseball. The rule yep. changes. Right? They're all right hard. They're all advantageous they to the are offense. Definitely. They're all advantageous Bigger to the bases. Bigger bases. Pitch clock. Pitch can only clock. throw over a couple times. No, what, no yes, shifts. No shifts. Shifts is banned. Yep. It's a, and I bet if we— The numbers get, are up, too, I, by the exactly, way. Exactly. All the scoring's yeah, up. Yep, Stolen yep, bases yep, are up. The yep, pace yep. is up. It's all working, by the way. All right? The yep. NFL, people love the game in the NFL because it's basically fantasy football at this point. Yep. There is has been a war on defense in major American team sports for probably the last 25, maybe 30 years. And it will continue. Oh, and by the way, sure. defense is losing. Yeah. All kids want to play offense. Exactly. Yeah, all kids want to play offense. Ask Trevon Diggs. He yep. cried when Nick Saban put him at cornerback and I was an all-pro corner. He cried yep. when the greatest defensive coach in the history of football, uh, or at least college football, decided, uh, you know what, I'm going to put you, you know what, I see you as a corner. He cried. Because he didn't want to play do defense. It. I might transfer. I want to play offense. I want to be an offensive player. I think I'm going to slide wide receiver. Yeah. <laughs> They want to play the slot. My brother play wide receiver. Yeah. I play wide receiver. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We right? and digs. We're going to start a law firm right on. Uh, exactly. So I, yeah. I just think it's Max Scherzer. He, he's one of the last of the Mohicans trying to fight the good fight that, hey, man, this is unfair. We know, Max. Right. We know. But you're going to lose this fight. That's why he didn't even, you know, he was going to appeal it. And now he's like, you know what? I'm not even going to fight it. I'm just going to take these time off. But I guarantee you when he comes out there the next time and he sees that umpire, they're going to have a, a stare off. Let's just say that. Yeah. He's, he's not going to to like that guy. And, again, I think this is something else, too. We've talked about the officials in football, Big 12 uh, conference officials. Mm-hmm. We've talked about the NBA and how some of these officials are doing it. And now we're talking about it in baseball as well. They're getting a bad rap because that's the only guy to have ejected players for uh, a, quote-unquote, foreign substance. Nobody else has been thrown out of a game except for three players and he's been the one to do it in all three situations. And yet Rob Manfred has not reprimanded him or Again. decided to yes. you know, backpedal or move. Yeah, exactly. exactly. He is not giving him any type of uh, guidance right. on the way he wants to officiate. So I'm assuming Rob Manfred's cool with this. It's obviously a big story. It looks like he's going to be the next Angel Hernandez. If you know who Angel Hernandez is, you understand. He's not get, very good. Can we get rid of Angel Hernandez before we get another one? No. Oh. No, they're going to work they're going to be working some games together. That dude that dude sued MLB for discrimination and we all were like, "No, you suck." Yes. You exactly. discrimination. You don't need to deserve a job. We're discriminating against how bad you are. <laughs> yeah. no, like, man, we only discriminate against ineptitude. Exactly. You're right. We You're are right. being discriminated. You are. Yeah. Correct. Uh, all right, uh, Texas baseball discussion. We'll table that. Get to that a little bit later on. Uh, we got the flex on the other side. Right. Here on Ball, don't lie. One hundred four nine the horn. Flex ATX for the best high school sports coverage. Listen to the horn and go to flxatx.com. Flex thirty is brought to you by Brain Vault. Brain Vault is a revolutionary and patented mouth guard that has been proven to help reduce the risk of concussion. Visit brainvault.com and join the movement.
Ball don't lie right here on 104.9 The Horde. It is a 512 Friday. That's when my man Patrick plays jams from very talented uh, human beings, uh, bands, and artists that you have a chance to see live right here in the ATX. Who are we jamming right now, Patrick? This is Love and Chaos, and they're playing Friday at Saxon Pub. Oh, yeah, I like this. This is nice. A nice little vibe going. Um, also, the Flex has a nice little vibe going. You can go check it out for yourself. Go to flxatx.com. Uh, you also can go to flxatx on all of your social media platforms uh, to go check out uh, the latest with the Flex. Uh, there is uh, some information about the uh, the 2023 uh, regional uh, 6A girls golf regional tournament. Uh, you can go check out the results up there as well. So they're keeping up with all the sports, like what uh, they're doing over there. Also, Bam Fam's camp. We did have, oh, as a matter of fact, it's a great way to tease. We uh-huh. did have uh, Fozzie Whitaker on, Lifetime Lohan Fozzie Whitaker earlier this week to talk about the Bam Fam camp. The information about that camp coming up this weekend, uh, I believe it's on Saturday. Yes, it is. Saturday from 9 to 12 at Dell Valley. You can go to bamfam.org, and it is a free Camp free ninety nine free ninety nine Rod's favorite price free and I think baby. most of America's free, yeah <laughs> who don't like free ninety nine exactly. come on now billionaires exactly. and the people who broke is a joke we yeah, all exactly. like free ninety nine uh, so you can go check out more details about it uh, that Horace just gave you but if you missed those details go to flxatx.com uh, they have a, uh, a a basically breakdown of the pamphlet there of how you can participate in the Fozzie Whitaker Roshan Johnson football camp coming up this weekend uh, obviously. Uh, in in uh, in co- uh, cooperation and coordination with Bam Fam. Also, speaking of Roshan Johnson, Harge, you got a very special guest coming up for us. That's right. He will be joining us right here on Ball Don't Lie in the Harge Knox Life segment at four thirty. Roshan Johnson. He's getting ready for the draft, getting ready for the camp, and you know. We're going to talk to him about everything Roshan. Uh, all things Roshan. That's if y'all right. got some Roshan Johnson questions, you can Go send them and to send the Specs X line. If you know the questions that, that you have are better than the questions we have, then we'll ask your question. How about that? Good luck Five, with one, that. Two, three. <laughs> <laughs> Five, one, two, three, three, seven, three, seven, seven, six. That's the number to the Specs X line. All right. Uh, oh, also, uh, since we're uh, talking, just giving out obviously information here. Don't forget draft day party. Happening right here on 104.9 The Horn. Uh, we're going to be at the link location for the draft day uh, ball don't lie for the show. Uh, we'll be out there. Oh, is Patrick, Patrick, you going to be out there or are you going to be? I'm not sure if I'll be out there or okay. here, but I will be out after after the draft. Yes, yeah, so once we're done um, with the show, Ball Don't Lie, I think we're off a little bit early that day at 6 mm-hmm. o'clock. We are all going to uh, disperse to our different lo- Pluckers locations for our individual specific draft day parties. We're actually going to have a draft day party at every Pluckers location, so every uh, horn personality, every, sorry, uh, <laughs> most horn yeah, personalities yeah, 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 yeah. will be at a Pluckers, uh, different Pluckers around town. I'll be at the South Lamar one I'm hard. You're going to be at the link location. I'm staying correct? at the link. That's right. And Patrick, you're going to be at the campus location. I believe so, yes. Boom. Beautiful thing. And you can go check out hornfm.com and find out where the other horn personalities will be if you want somewhere to uh, kick it for the draft. Uh, I can't wait, actually. I'm really excited about yep. this draft. I mean, as a Texans fan, this is this is weird that, that a lot of the talk around the draft has been about the Texans. It's weird. Can we agree that what, what have been the three biggest stories of the draft? Probably 
the 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 Texans and what they're gonna do. Bijan Robinson's been one of them. Yep. C.J. Stroud probably is another one. Um, and then, but of, of, of the top five stories, Bijan and the Texans, which we talk a lot about, have been some of those top stories. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Jalen Carter, I think will be in there. Jalen Carter, yeah, that was that was one that's kind. Of, he's glad he's going under the radar lately. Yeah, right. Remember, he wasn't. But <laughs> but considering at one point he was, oh, he may be the top number defensive one pick, the number yeah. one defensive pick, and now it's like, well, is he top fifteen still? Or is he, so he's going to be. I know somehow the Eagles will end up with him. For right. right. <laughs> I, I was going to have it. The they'll Eagles just end up with all the best players. <laughs> exactly. Somehow they'll end up with him. Uh, him and Bijan. All right, we'll come back. We'll get into some NFL news, notes, and nuggets. The CJ Stroud smear campaign continues. We'll talk about the leaked S two cognition scores. Uh, we'll also talk about the players suspended for gambling and where Bijan's taking uh, some of his visits to. All of that and more right here on Ball Don't Lie on 104.9 The Horn.